0: Welcome, everybody, to another day in the life of Royal Reporting. Today's episode is titled, A Royal Dilemma, Why Meghan Markle Continues to Feel Miserably. My name is Evans Einstein, and I am a gay African-American man. My parents were born in the United Kingdom, but my grandparents are from Sierra Leone in West Africa. Today, I want to discuss why I believe, from an African perspective, Meghan Markle continues to feel miserably. Not too many things surprise me in life, and I seldom get disappointed in people, especially elites and privileged people. But nothing can contain the level of disappointment that I have in Meghan Markle. Who will be quick to tell you that she is the Duchess of Sussex? From a bright, special air of new beginnings, as a member of the most popular family in the world, Meghan has quite simply made herself the subject or scornful remarks, some wicked, others wholly justified. This all boils down to her desire to pull at heartstrings, an insatiable want for positive press, one that many Hollywood celebrities themselves do not enjoy. But Megan, of course, thinks she's better than everyone else, who had to cut through a lot of ridicule and criticisms to be highly successful today. In the many months. Since Meghan Markle and her husband, Prince Harry, stepped back as working members of the British royal family, one thing shines a light on who Meghan really is behind all of these press incursions. She's someone who simply wants the public to think and speak well of her at all times. She will be quick to correct any perceived misinformation, disinformation, or truth that she simply does not like. In the now infamous litigation against the Mail Sunday, the world was exposed to sultry emails from Meghan to her communications secretary, Jason Knuff, where she slut-shamed her sister and carefully wrote a letter to her father with the intention to pull at her strings if her dad eventually leaked the letter. Oh well, he did. But royalty is not celebrity. Their relevance in the 21st century has been quizzed by some, but selfless, undaunted service to others has been, to, has been the key to their survival members of the British royal family, well, except where the safety and chastity is involved, would never or rarely sue or respond to anyone, press or otherwise, about rumors on the pages of gossip magazines and tabloids. There is a long-standing tradition of Her Majesty the Queen to never complain and to never explain. But Meghan is not about that She, Instead, Meghan would allow herself to become distracted from the excellent work of the monarchy and that's which her role as a multiracial person in the royal family would have helped race relations, mental health issues, and other causes. Now she's been so distracted to constantly having a public relations retainer and a legal retainer to handle how she's seen and perceived by the public. News flash though, you cannot control how everyone sees you. Therefore, why not consider just carrying on and being the true self? As an African-American gay man, with British parents and grandparents from Sierra Leone. My community and I supported Meghan Markle from the period her engagement to Prince Harry was announced up and until that disastrous offer of the backhaul. While many youths indeed, especially some of us who have African parents and grandparents, find it completely out of touch or difficult to understand our families. You would never see us grab on its global stage or grab a global microphone to insult, shame, Or ridicule our families. But that is exactly what Meghan and Harry did, because they were angry that the Queen pulled away all of Harry's patronages after they had confirmed to the Queen that they would not be returning to England as working members of the royal family. But worse yet is the fact that everything they've said on the Oprah interview has been proved false. Meghan and Harry did not marry three days before the spectacle. According to Prince Harry himself, No member of the British royal family discussed the color of Archie's skin with Meghan Markle while she was pregnant or otherwise. And I still wonder indeed how Meghan and Harry, who claim to have joined and created heads together and give us a shout, could not use these services when Meghan suffered suicidal ideations. There are pictures of many trips by Meghan during the 17 months in the royal family Travelling all around, which cuts, across, which cuts against her rhetoric that she was somehow imprisoned by the palace. And Lord, the suggestion that Archie was not given a princely title, which corresponds, or, which corresponds with his security, is just utterly ingenious. As we all know now, a child receives and uses the same security given to the parents. And all of these are decided by the United Kingdom's Home Office, not Buckingham Palace. One would think Harry knows this, of course and one will think he knows that any of his children, whether white, black, or any other race, would not be born princes of the United Kingdom. But why did Meghan say what she said at the Oprah interview? The answer? Exactly what was in her email many years before the interview. To pull at heartstrings. Indeed, racism and mental health are the two most important topics in the world, and they can get you cancelled by the progressives in America. And what is more? it from an angle of perpetual victimhood before Oprah would draw the sympathy of a lot of people in the world. While most would say that the British press got very hostile with Harry and Meghan from 2019, all of us can agree that the majority of normal and sound tabloids and journalists were very pro-Meghan and Harry's relationship. But they decided to listen to the naysayers, the few naysayers. We all loved her, I loved her to bits. Not until I got to judge for myself and see that indeed everything Meghan Markle does is calculated. In a few days, Meghan Markle's husband is going to lecture the world about taking a break. (laughs) But perhaps that should start with him and his wife. No one can truly be happy waking up each day to one vitro after another. I know only few people in this world whose reputations are so bad that they would read a book for children on the kids YouTube channel and have more dislikes than likes. Or perhaps would go on Ellen DeGeneres' interview and after the themselves to squatting in the most disgraceful and unregal like manner, still end up with far more dislikes than likes. People legitimately are seen through this couple as overbearing, overprivileged, overindulged selfish, spoiled brats. Of course, we do have the Sussex Squad and some other people I used to be like them who really want to believe the best about Harry and Meghan. But the efforts and energy defending these two every day has become a full-time job that I believe many will get paid much higher than the national average salary per hour. So Harry and Meghan, why not just be you? Be real. You've sold your family. You've ridiculed them, but you're still flat broke. You're broke in morality. You're broke financially. You're broke in empathy and compassion. People see all of these things. And as an African, our values are very important, especially the values of family, because we know family is never always perfect. But respecting family, loving them, being selfless, that is the goal. What is worse is when you lie or state mistruths about your family to somehow pull at heart strings. One can only hope for good measure that before time runs out, you will be able to get back in good terms with your father, Thomas Markle, who although was not a perfect man, and still possibly is not, did everything that made you who you are today. And for Harry, after the the loss of your dearly beloved mama, the great and only Lady Diana, Princess of Wales, your father, Highness the Prince of Wales, took care of you and your older brother, William. William and his wife, Catherine, helped you through, enormously helped you through mental health issues coping with the loss of the DMR. but you took all of these great things in honor and slapped them in the face with it. Well, life is all in cycles. We should hope that one day, what you have meted out to your grandfather, your grandmother, and your father would not come back to you. It is the law of karma. And while I understand the need to want to pull at heart strings so you can score deals like Netflix and Spotify and BetterUp and the other investment scheme, money and influence without love, the power of family, everything is a disgraceful waste. Therefore, as an African, I can tell you with every fiber of my being that we do not support Meghan Markle. We are disgusted by this rude awakening as to a nonchalant family-shaming, race-baiting attitude. We have known the family all our lives as members of the Commonwealth, We have our grievances for the British government and the role they played in colonialism, but we know truth when we see truth. And darling, everything you say reeks of ignorance and mistruths. The British royal family, the Queen, Prince Charles, Prince William and his wife are not racists. We know because we can smell racists from afar. You should know Africans are really good at clocking BS. So overall today, I am joining my voice with others here on YouTube to say it is not (coughs) middle-aged black women and white women coming after Meghan and Harry in some kind of targeted hate. It's everybody from every race globally who are fed up with how such ingrates Harry and Meghan could be. We really expected more. But you have disappointed us. And while there is no question about we forgiving you, you should ask yourself how on earth you can forgive yourself.